The complete siege that was announced by Israel is already leading to a humanitarian catastrophe in Gaza. The most recent order for the entire population of Gaza, north of Wadi Gaza, to relocate to southern Gaza is only compounding the situation. We are calling for the authorities, the Israeli authorities, to immediately rescind this order. Such warnings are almost impossible to comply with, particularly given that hostilities are continuing. There are a large number of people who are injured. There are patients in hospitals. There are families that are unable to to relocate and the infrastructure in the southern part of Gaza will not be able to support the entire population of an already densely populated Gaza Strip. It's obviously an emergency and the Office of the High Commissioner for Human Rights, the UN Human Rights Office, has expressed concern about the potential for war crimes. So I think people would want to know what can the United Nations do, what can governments do to help de-escalate this situation? We are insisting upon respect for international humanitarian law under all circumstances. International humanitarian laws are the laws of war. They were drafted for exactly these kinds of circumstances because certain conduct is absolutely prohibited, even in times of war. And the actions of one side in violation of these norms do not liberate the other side of their duty to respect international humanitarian law. We have seen the taking of hostages. We've seen the summary execution of civilians, the firing of indiscriminate rockets, a large number of civilian casualties, and rhetoric from high-level Israeli officials that seems to indicate that humanitarian law has become optional rather than compulsory. It is absolutely crucial that Israeli leaders and global leaders make it unambiguously clear that international humanitarian law is an obligation. It is not optional and that military operations must be conducted in full compliance with international law. I am sure that your boss, Volker Turk, the UN High Commissioner for Human Rights, is working the phones now with all countries and all of those who have influence on the situation in the Middle East to try and de-escalate. But do you feel that the UN is equipped to do this? There's so much disinformation, misinformation going out there. There is a lot of disinformation going out on social media and elsewhere about what is exactly going on on the ground. There are also acts and speech of anti-Semitic and Islamophobic nature um, that we're seeing in many different countries around the world. The UN High Commissioner for Human Rights utterly deplores such speech and such spread of disinformation. It is only fueling further hatred, further violence, in fact. So the High Commissioner is calling on all leaders, political leaders, religious leaders, to take a stance against hate speech and speech that could lead to incitement to violence and hatred against specific communities. We at the UN serve in many different roles, humanitarian, human rights, on the political side as well. What the UN Human Rights Office tries to do in these situations is to document the facts. In the chaos of war, there is always a lot of propaganda and disinformation. We are trying to document the facts on the ground to the best of our ability and to insist upon the law that is applicable, international humanitarian law that needs to be fully respected. So we're assessing the facts against the law and making public calls for the violence to end. There's lots of concern about potential for war crimes, but of course the UN Human Rights Office doesn't make a decision on that. The UN Human Rights Office is not a criminal investigative body or a judicial body, so we cannot make the ultimate determination of whether a war crime has taken place. What we can flag and what we can warn against is the possible commission of war crimes and uh, the possible violation of international humanitarian law. We then collect the information and do the analysis. It will then 
hopefully lead to some kind of process of accountability down the road through investigation, some kind of accountability down the road. Because unfortunately, impunity only fuels further violations. And unfortunately, this is a cycle that we are seeing repeatedly over the past few decades in the Israel and Palestine context. 